Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad. I have with me Father Chris. Father Chris, welcome back to Catholic Bites. Thank you. Good to be here. And we are going to play a game today for the episode called Bible Roulette. We tried to play this game earlier and we failed miserably. <laughs> it was really bad. We have changed the rules of the game now and we are on a good path. Mm. So the way this is going to work is I am going to thumb my way through my Bible here and you're going to say stop. And then I'm going to read the passage that you stopped me on. Okay. And you're going to try and guess what pa- book of the Bible the passage is from and explain what's happening. What the context is. All right, here we go. Okay, ready? You're I'm close your eyes. Yep, yep. Okay, whenever you're ready, you can say stop. Stop. Okay. Here we go. And he laid the wood in order and cut the bullock in pieces and laid it on the wood. And he said, fill four buckets with water and pour it upon the burnt offering and upon the wood. And again, he said, do the same a second time. And when they had done it the second time, he said, do the same the third time. And they did so the third time. What's happening? Oh, what man. Book? What a great. What, what, yeah. Wow. So Second Kings. Um, Actually, First Kings. Oh, right. I forgot. I was thinking Second Samuel. First Kings. Uh, anyways, in my mind. First Minus Kings. One, one point down. Wow. Okay. First <laughs> Kings. Excuse me. Um is Elijah, and he's with the prophets of Baal, mm-hmm. the 450 of them, and he challenged them to a basically a, a uh, <laughs> sacrificing duel. Yeah. And he said, all right, we're going to go to Mount Carmel, and you prepare your sacrifice, and uh, you call upon your gods, and then I'll do the same, and whichever god answers with fire is God. So they do this, uh, all 450 of them, they prepare their sacrifice, nothing happens, Elijah makes fun of them, like, oh, maybe they're sleeping. Yeah, I, love how he, I love how he taunts it them. It totally taunts them. That's awesome. Uh, and, you know, maybe he's tired, call louder, maybe your guys, you know, and so they're like slashing themselves or anything, nothing happens. And then he prepares his bull, has them pour water over it all, and calls upon yeah, God. So much so that the water is run down and filled the trench all the way around the altar. Like, right. And so not only is he making, like... God is going to so demonstrate his power that even if the whole offering is soaking wet, it's going to burn up. Because, yeah, and then the fire comes down and it soaks up all the, or burns up all the water in Mm -hmm. the trench and everything. And then uh, Elijah takes care of all the prophets of all. Yeah, so what does that mean for us? (laughs) What's the lesson? Um, Don't worship. Don't worship (laughs) all. Okay, good good start. Uh, I mean... Well, I mean, in, in a very real way, like, um, yeah, you, you don't mess with, you don't keep sin around. Mm. So Elijah is very strong with these prophets. Uh, so that's one thing. But the other thing is just the power of God. Yeah, the real power just, of God. That, that, that ultimately, as much power as we think demons have or um, whatever, they have no, no power that God does not allow them to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just good to remember that when we try to, to do things in, in unhealthy ways. It's like, okay, yeah, God has power. Good. Okay, <laughs> let's do another one. When Stop. I, oh, man. No, do it again. All right. Stop. Okay. The same day Jesus, going out of the house, sat by the seaside, and a great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a boat and sat, and all the multitudes stood on the shore. And he spoke to them many... Th- many things in parables saying behold the sower went forth to sow okay 
I mean, there's a few that this could come from. My guess is all oh, this translation. Okay, my guess is going to be Matthew. Yep, Matthew chapter. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh man, I was going to guess thirteen. Okay, because yeah, that's the we're... parables chapter. Yep. Um. So we're on out to. So I'm assuming it's the some seed fell on the good soil. Some seed fell on the the path the things mm-hmm. and jesus explains the parable to everyone so exactly pretty and that's one of those yeah pretty self-explanatory uh, passages yeah. in the bible yeah. like, okay yeah we understand that the seeds the word of god and all yep. that, yep. All yep. that yep. good stuff good okay let's uh keep going stop okay give ear ye islands and hearken ye people from afar the lord hath called me from the womb from the bowels of my mother he hath been mindful of my name he hath made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hath protected me, and hath made me a chosen arrow. In his quiver, he hath hidden me. This is a famous one, too. It, I've been, we've been lucky. It here. is. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Um, I think it's Isaiah. Yep, it's Isaiah. Uh, chapter, hold on. Is it Isaiah 4? No. I have no idea. Isaiah 49. Oh, there's a 4 in there. <laughs> there's a 4, but you were only like <laughs> 40... Five. Um, <laughs> I, all right. I know no more of the context other than what it is. Well, it's, he's talking. The prophet is talking about himself, like that right. he's the, the mouth of God, and that, that he's given his tongue as a as a as a sword, right? Uh, saying that his words are going to cut through, right? Uh, to speak to people, and uh, and the, that line, "Give ear, ye islands, and hearken, ye people from afar," like that one of those traditional kind of oratory things, yeah. like friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears, yes, you know, yes, saying, yes. "Hey, I've got important things to say, and I'm the prophet of God," and that. God's word is being spoken, and God's word is sharp and incisive and cuts to the heart and, nice. and tells us good things. All right. Let me let me see how you do. Oh, I have to do this. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing pretty well, except for the, the second king's fit. Okay. Ready? Yep. Stop. Oh, I don't like the looks of this. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. And Abia pursued after Jeroboam and took cities from him, Bethel and her daughters, and Jezana with her daughters, Ephron also and her daughters. And Jeroboam was not able to resist anymore in the days of Abia, and the Lord struck him and he died. Okay, so this is either um, this is either uh, one Kings or it's Chronicles, but that's that's the Dewey Reams translation. So it's okay, gonna have weird. That titles. makes way more sense. So it is, is that, Second Chronicles. Okay, it's Second Chronicles. So and so, I know the context of this. So you know, okay. you know So Jeroboam was the um, uh, he was the king of Judah. No, no, is Rehoboam was Judah. Rehoboam was Judah. So Jeroboam was the one who rebelled against Judah, so son of Solomon. No, Jeroboam was not son of Solomon. Just kidding. No, Rehoboam yeah. was though. Right? Rehoboam was. There we yeah. go. Okay, so anyway, after Solomon, the king of Israel was not great. And so the northern tribes rebelled against and split off. And that's right. when we had this division between Israel and Judah. And Jeroboam uh, sets up his own um, sanctuaries in Bethel. Right. And that's where the daughters of Bethel was talked about. Okay. And so he sets up his own sanctuaries and he builds giant golden bulls for people to worship. And that turning away from God that infidelity towards the covenant, that breaking of the covenant with God, then leads to them, uh, you know, this kind of divine retribution that, that the, the kingdom, northern kingdom suffers. And they, they go into exile before uh, the southern kingdom, before Judah, which is a little bit more faithful in mm-hmm. the long run. But Jeroboam is seen throughout Scripture as this, this very rebellious, 
unfaithful kind yeah. of person who who splits the kingdom of Israel and the glory of Israel and begins this great infidelity. Yep. And he's driven to it by Rehoboam, who who does who's a bad king himself, but still, yep. yeah. Nice. Oh man, okay, we're dude, this is, we're crushing it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, stop. Oh, if we're back in Kings again, nope. Okay, or Chronicles. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? This is so easy. And immediately anoint his eyes with the gall of the fish, which thou carriest oh, with Tobit. thee. Oh, Tobit. Yeah. Yeah, nice. For be assured that his eyes shall be presently opened, and thy father shall see the light of heaven and shall rejoice in the sight of thee. First of all, who's speaking? So that's Raphael, yep. the, the archangel Raphael, although we don't know it yet right. at this point. Or we know it, but Tobiah doesn't know right, it. Right, right, right. And so Tobiah goes on a journey, and Raphael is sent by God to help uh, both Tobiah find uh, his wife and to help uh, Tobiah bring healing to his father. And his father's the, the good man who buries the dead, even when he shouldn't, um, because he's a pious Jew, and he's living amongst um, uh, the pagans, but he's going he's gonna to bury the dead. But then he sleeps one night, and... Um, <laughs> no, in the middle of the day. It was in the middle it was, of the day? It was like oh, a siesta, yes. basically. Oh, was, okay, so he's, he's, he's underneath he's a tree. falls asleep, and birds poop in his eyes, yeah. and, and hurt his the eyes. poor man! And then this is the, the remedy that Raphael gives to, to, to help um, help heal his eyes yep. so yeah. all right let's do one more one more stop hmm. all right i'm just gonna do one verse no, i'm just kidding and they remembered his words <laughs> and going back from the sepulcher they told all these things to the 11 okay, and to so all the rest that is john nope luke Oh, okay. Wow. I was, I'm looking at how wide the pages are. I thought, oh, no. I thought we were further down. <laughs> I thought Cheater. we were further down. So that's Luke, and that's the uh, the women coming back from the tomb at uh, the resurrection. That's right. Yeah. And the moral of the story of that is that Jesus rises from the dead. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, this has been fun. Uh, fun Bible uh, roulette. Stay tuned for a future episode in which we tackle something even more fun, even more challenging. <laughs> that's um, right. Uh, less inspired summa theologiae roulette and um we'll see how we do in that one uh father chris thank you for joining us thank you everyone for listening if you liked this podcast or you want to listen to other great catholic talks or games of catholic roulette you can find us at catholicbitespodcast.com or you can find us on apple podcast or itunes that is itunes um apple podcast or spotify and if you subscribe and leave a review, that would be a huge help, especially since Apple Podcasts has changed its formula. Um, subscriptions really make a big difference and would help us. Thank you and God bless you.